You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 95 from May 5th, 2016. This week, we talk about a bird named Becky, sex dolls falling from the sky, fingerprint security, the fall of Ted Cruz, gay representation in the media, and our drag race update. So stick around for the the show. show. I said show, stick around, leave it, I don't care. (laughs) One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Hi, Sam. Hi, everybody. Let's get this started. High energy. Let's go. Hi, Internet. What's up? What's what's the 411? Okay, so I think Joe is really energetic because those maternal instincts kicked in from like two episodes ago because you're basically a mother now. You are well, officially a mom. I was for about a day. Oh. Do you want to hear? This is a story about a bird named Becky. Uh, dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. This is a story about a girl named Becky. So um, I, you saw my Twitter. I rescued a baby bird yesterday. I didn't have the full story on Twitter of what all was happening with the so bird. So we have the day. VIP scoop here on I'm the not show. ever going to mention it on Twitter again. Did you, do you remember that worm that was on my Snapchat? I want to get started with that, first of all. Do you remember that worm? I feel like that that was like a, an omen. It was warning you that a baby bird was going to jump into your life. Oh, that is interesting. Well, there was this... I One night I woke up in the middle of the night, and there was a worm on my bedroom carpet, like an earthworm. And yeah. so I put it outside. I got so much shit for putting that earthworm outside. Where the fuck else are you going to put People, it? People, everyone was like, you killed that worm. And I was like, it was at my floor. It was <laughs> going to die in my room. Where, the earth, the earthworm belonged outside. And I, it just pissed me off so much. I, was, <laughs> I just vowed to like never mention another animal again on my Twitter or Snapchat. Oh my God. Um, so yesterday I went out to get the mail. And there was this baby bird. It only had like a few little fluffy feathers and it was right at the bottom of the front steps. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is gross. It's dead, obviously. Yeah. And then it wasn't dead. So, and then you it, were like, shit. I feel like it's I, worse when it's not dead because you're like, now is, I have like an obligation. It was like total obligation. Like, I, the first thing I did was I looked up numbers for like, wildlife rehabilitators mm-hmm. which seems like totally excessive i mean this happens in nature all the time it probably blew out of its tree or whatever yeah but i did it and none of them take birds and the only ones who took birds were like two hours away that wasn't enough time mm-hmm. uh, for, for it to live so me and my mom like cut a paper cup in half put it in there with gloves if anyone wants to like go crazy oh my god um <laughs> And I put it on, like, this column outside where you put, like, plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it from my window, and a little bit later, I see a cardinal, like, swooping down on it. Mm. And the cardinal hits the cup, knocks the cup off the column. The baby bird goes flying <laughs> into the grass. Oh, my God. <laughs> she shoots, like... she scores. <laughs> and then she starts feeding it in the grass. And I was mm. like, okay, so that's its mom. It's This is clearly what happened to this bird. Its mom is an idiot. Literally the worst mom. Mom of the year goes to not that bird. Exactly. So she was feeding it and I was like, well, it's going to die on the ground. Something's going to eat it. Mm -hmm. So I taped its paper cup up in a tree. I put it back in the cup, taped it to a branch outside my window. You are being more than accommodating for this fucking bird. Literally like jumping over fucking hurdles for this (laughs) wildlife shit. Okay. You didn't ask for uh, this. You know, this is just out of the goodness of your heart that you grew like a month ago. I'm literally a good person. And I was Mm -hmm. like... After the worm, I was like, I can't let another animal die. These people will just fucking 
crucify me. Oh, yeah. So everything was fine after that. The mama bird was feeding it all day. She was like perched on the cup, like checking it out, whatever. Well, today I went and checked and Becky was R.I.P. So she, what happened to Beaks? So now they're, what happened to what? Beaks. <laughs> oh, Becky, God. Beaks. I don't know. She, I don't, she must have just, I think she might have been injured while falling. Oh, like God. On the sidewalk initially. Or it was just, I don't know, she wasn't meant to survive. But now there's just a dead bird in a paper cup taped to a branch outside my window. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I feel like it's like your dreams, like your dreams fell out of the tree and you tried to revive them back to life, but it just wasn't meant to be. And all there's left is just the remnants, the shattered pieces of your dreams in a paper cup taped to a fucking tree. This is what I get for like trying to help for the first time in my life. So, yeah, you and now I'm going to have to deal with this. I don't know. What do I do? I don't know. Leave it. I just, uh, today I was just, I was tired and I was like, I'm not dealing with this today. I'll deal no, with this you, tomorrow. No, you've done more than enough. That mom can like have a proper burial. I'm sure she can take the cup off. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's her problem. You've done more than anything that you've been required to do. I mean, eventually a- I'm going to have to get that paper cup down out of the tree. Oh, God. <laughs> well, hopefully there isn't a baby bird corpse in it. But I mean, there is right now. It's like probably four feet from me right now in time wow well so that's it, the that's the saga of becky the bird in the <laughs> tragedy but she i bought her time i bought her an extra day to get her life sorted out before yeah and then she she couldn't do it exactly i bought she, her some time <laughs> becky with the good beak becky with the good beak did you see the fan <laughs> art um i think i did didn't someone becky, send you something on twitter yeah, someone like watercolored a, a little Becky with good hair. And I was like, that is so cute. Oh, my God. You should like put that on a gravestone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's going way to way the extra mile. I'm are done. Are you going to have a funeral service? Like, what's the plan? No. <laughs> I guess I'll have to if I do have to get the cup down, I guess I'll bury the bird or I'll just throw it over into the over the neighbor's fence or something. I do I that know. all like like when Literally. I had cats at my <laughs> yes! parents place and they catch mice. <laughs> I'm oh, like, I thought you did, threw the dead cats over. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I mean, me neither. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> okay, we had a bunch of barn cats, and when one died, we threw it over the fence. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not without sin. I probably would have done the same thing, but in my case, they were like mice. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and we cool. like we didn't want to throw them in the trash because then they would stink, and like we yeah, would have to exactly. mow the lawn. We don't want to run over a dead mouse. It's just like stupid. So we just pick them up with a with a shovel and just shovel. fling them over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's your problem now, bitch. Like it's exactly. not mine. You have oh no God. proof. But I don't know. Do you have like a, a like a, a pet cemetery designated part of your parents' garden or something? No, because we've never had any pets at this. House. Oh, that's and right. My because, last house yeah, we did. Um, okay. How many but, people? How many people were buried in your backyard you from your don't last even house? Wanna. <laughs> Do I? No. Should I just forget about that? That we had. We only had one cat that was buried, and it was pumpkin. Oh, okay. The rest okay. were disposed of somehow. I don't really know. I was too young. They went um, to the farm. They went to the farm. <laughs> the big farm of the, the sky. Over the neighbor's fence, I guess. <laughs> right. 
how about you? Do you have like a do, at your parents' house? Do you have like a pet cemetery? Well, okay. So I think the first pet that we had at our house that died was a. I mean, that was like not an aquatic creature, like a turtle or a fish or something. Mm-hmm. It was um this little dwarf rabbit that my, my sister and I got, and it looked exactly like Thumper from Bambi. <gasps> And so we called him Thumper. And then he got like some weird like gastrointestinal problem and he like shit himself to death one night and he just like keeled over and he was like in his cage inside. And so we were like, well, okay, Thumper's gone. So then we buried him in a, a, a little old flower patch out back. How old were you? Um, I don't know. I think I was in I, like probably late middle school, like seventh or eighth grade. Oh, OK. OK. So I, I wasn't too young. My sister was in high school. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. OK. So we only so we had Thumper, the bunny, and then we had two cats, one Molly, which was my cat, and then Bagheera from the Jungle Book, which was my sister's cat. And Molly died um, after like three days after my grandmother died because, you know, right. great timing. Um, and they didn't bury Molly because I was like, I want her ashes. Like, I want that shit like on my piano in my house because like she was a cool cat and I want to, you know, whatever. So my parents gave me her Ziploc bag full of ashes and like a little shitty cat tin and it's on my piano. I remember that. As a little cat picture. So (laughs) she's not in the burial place. And then Bagheera disappeared one day and we think that she died underneath our shed, but haven't had the courage to like lift up the shed and check. That's fair. I mean, nobody wants to find that. Honestly, I mean, she was like, you know, just dilapidated anyway. She was really skinny. So we only have one pet in the pet cemetery because all the other ones just didn't make it to that. But I'm always I never know what I was looking at the other day. Like I want because I want to move back to the city and I want a cat. And I was like, well, what do I do when this cat dies? Right. But they have like pet removal corpse services oh my god it's like um really yeah you just are supposed to just like put a blanket over it or like just, and then you know, call the in, number in it's your like freezer or oh something my, oh my god i know <laughs> people who've done that like, remove it for you and dispose of it i know people who have like lived on farms and their dog died and they it was like in the middle of winter or something and they wanted to bury it outside but they couldn't get into the ground so they literally mm. took the dog and put him in the walk-in freezer oh for like what? eight months <gasps> until it was summer. I know multiple people that have, this is not just one person. This is a thing that happens on like farms with families and people who are like can't let the pet go. And I understand like you want to yeah, bury the pet and there. you know. I didn't I, like I, pets until just like this year. I just Riot. started really liking. I always loved cats, but I, now I really like dogs too. I don't want a dog. Yeah, that's the same with me. Like, I love someone who has a dog that I could hang out with, but I'm just like, right. I don't want to deal with you. Like, I barely can walk work. myself. Like, I don't want to walk yeah, you. Exactly. That sort of thing. And you have to pick up their poop. Right. And I'm just like, I would rather, you know, I want an animal that buries it. So cats yeah. are for me. Exactly. <laughs> but that's crazy because um I, I mean I guess it's really not that crazy because we when you think about it, it's weird because when a human dies, we literally call a human removal service. We literally put a blanket over them and we literally What do you do when a person dies? Well, I mean do I have a, I have some experience. Ambulance? You call the Ghostbusters and they come by. <laughs> No, oh my god, like, I would love that job. <laughs> right? Holy shit. Well, the my two grandparents who passed away, they were both um 
like on hospice care. And so with hospice care, like it's end of life care. That's what hospice is. And they were both um, at home and we were taking care of them. So all we had to do is we called hospice and then they called the respective party or whatever. Like the two guys that show up with the gurney who were in like, you know, suits or whatever that, you know, wheel grandma out on like, you know, a negative 30 degree February morning Did out they, of the house. Did they do like any, I assume they don't do what, okay, what qualifies an autopsy? Like, when do you do an autopsy on a dead person? When it's not known why they died? Or does you everybody can, get an autopsy? Or No, it's 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 optional. Um, my parents or my mom, I guess it was my mom and her siblings' decision, they had the option to get an autopsy from the their parents, but they opted out just because that, like, I don't know, they they didn't want to. It's interesting because my um, mom later, she was like, I wish we would, would have done an autopsy on your grandma because we weren't really sure how she died. She died in her sleep. It was probably like a heart attack or something. And she I mean, right. she was like on her way out. Like she had weeks left. Exactly. So it was, it was something. But, you know, later on, my mom was like, I'm, I'm kind of curious what actually happened because you're in the moment. You're like, I don't want anyone to touch grandma. Like, you know, all these different things. But um, I'm pretty sure that you can you can request an autopsy, you know, regardless. But I, I, I like if you just don't know what happened, you can definitely request an autopsy it's like that seems like it would make it really easy to i'm just spitballing here you know me oh yeah to, you know to like murder an old person <laughs> and like because then if you're the one who gets to request the autopsy you could be like nah i don't want to do that like oh my god <laughs> they're they're fine they were on their way out anyway they probably just died in their sleep from natural causes when the <laughs> reality was you just wanted their inheritance or I don't but know. Like, I'm, just, I'm just throwing out ideas here. Just, well, Joe, you know. usually you do autopsies on people who are already <laughs> dead. So I don't really know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> like you kill them. Oh, okay. And then you you hire an, an autopsy. And well, like, and then you're like, no, let's not do an autopsy. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I and understand. then you get away with murder. I mean, why not? I'm why not, not one to disc- I'm not one to discriminate. That's the question of the day. <laughs> why, why not? Why not? Take why a crazy not? chance. <laughs> Kill your grandparents. Don't require sleep. an autopsy. It's fine. <laughs> they were on the out anyway. He was like 50. It's fine. Um, did you hear the one about <laughs> <laughs> the Zodiac killer? <laughs> oh, that too. Ted Cruz is done so. That's interesting. He Carly Fee whatever. Carly Fiori. Didn't he Fee- only Carly Fifi. Fifi O'Hara. They only like running mates for just like a week or so? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that it was um, rumored for a long time, but I feel like it wasn't official mm. until quite recently. Ted Cruz made Carly Fiorina his running mate. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore because R.I.P. Um, but yeah, I think they were only running mates for like literally a week. Like, wow. Did Incredible. you see the hand, the hand holding video where he was like kept trying to grip her hand? Yeah. Did you see the one where he like, like flopping? Did you see the one where he like tries to hug his wife and he like headbutts her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Every video of Ted Cruz oh is God, a I'm cringeworthy gonna, video. And it's I'm like. I'm miss him. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I was on Twitter and everyone was like, wow, the Zodiac killer still at large. He just killed his own campaign, oh. like all these different things. And I was like, yes, queen. I mean, it's the thing is, is it's bittersweet because Ted Cruz is out and he's like a religious zealot, crazy ass motherfucker. But then Donald Trump is like the Republican frontrunner. And like when you when you're 
glad that Donald Trump is a front runner and like it's Donald Trump. That's when you know that everyone else was like dog shit because like you're kind of happy. I mean, I'm not like happy, but it's like, right. I don't know. Wouldn't you rather have like if these if those were your two options in life mm-hmm. and like Hillary and Barney weren't even here. Like it was Ted Cruz or, or Donald, Donald Trump. I would pick Donald. Simply Same. Not because. OK, obviously, I disagree with all of his foreign policy. Whatever yeah, that is like the wall shit is just ridiculous. But I, I assume he knows how to manage money semi decently. Yeah. I mean, as a wealthy person. Or whatever. As a, as a wealthy person, as I trust him. As a wealthy him. person, I trust what he does with his money. <laughs> to a right. certain degree, he's probably hiding some of it in some offshore banks or something. Who can never be sure? I mean, the the it, right, who can never be sure? I'm totally with you on, and we're we're talking about, like, worst case, you know, catastrophic right. scenario, everyone. Like, you know, lesser of two joke. fucking evils. Yeah. But the thing is that I, I respect about Donald Trump, and the reason why I would always go with Trump relative to, to Ted Cruz, is Donald Trump is, like, very, very, like, not religiously crazy, which is right. very odd for the conservatives because, the like, ever since Reagan, it's been, like, you know, Christians, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, Donald is a very old-fashioned conservative where it's way more about policy and way less about, like, the social, like, trying to prevent the gays from getting married or, like, you know, monitoring women's vaginas and, like, whatever. It's way less about that and more about, like, trying to stop Mexicans. I don't know. (laughs) Just to be clear, we're not endorsing Donald Trump. (laughs) No, he's worse. Sam is. It's just me, right? Sam is (laughs) Team Donald. He's less bad. He's less bad with the religious stuff, but he makes up the crazy in like a bunch of other ways. So it's like I don't know. It's he's just different. That's why I like him because he's not you know compared to quirky. He's oh my god, he's like Zoe Deschanel, the Republican Party. He's yeah, he's so (laughs) offbeat. Donald, okay, Trump, Trump Deschanel, twenty sixteen. I'm like so about it. I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) did you hear about the sex doll? Uh, uh, what? Wait, did did you find mine? Because I thought I hit it pretty well. <laughs> Ooh, I don't Ooh. even. If I found your sex doll, I'm not even gonna go there. It would just be. It would probably have like a belt around its neck. It would. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does have a belt around its neck, and then it has JoeFace.png pasted onto the front of it. That's valid. That's valid. Valid. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in Jakarta, in Indonesia. Um, in a small village, they found what they believed to be an angel as, that had come down from heaven. They found it on a beach. Mm-hmm. And um, it was found by a 20 year old fisherman. Excuse me. This, Ooh, this story is making me gassy already. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was after the solar eclipse. And so okay. they were like, oh, this is an angel. So the guy kept it in his house and he dressed it up. And, um, like, kept it safe because they all thought it was an angel. And they found out later, the police were like, yeah, this is a sex toy. Oh, my God. So is this recent? Been, uh, let's see. This article is from, like, this week. Yeah, this oh was my God. April 30th, 2016. I think this happened in March. Mm-hmm. So um, they had been worshipping this sex doll this whole time. I, last I heard, I saw another report on it today. I'm pretty sure the police confiscated it. Not sure why the police confiscated it. Not even really sure where it came from. Hmm. I thought it was interesting. And then it also someone linked to the story about um, in this village in China, they found this mystery mushroom. Ooh. And they did this whole news report on it. And they were like, we don't know what this what this mushroom is. And it appears to have like this small opening on the top. Come to find out it's like a flesh jack. <laughs> <laughs> 
with oh it. Oh my god! The news channel had to like apologize because they were like they they were like the person who reported on this was young and naive, and they didn't know that it was this was a sex object. And it's in China, so they probably got assassinated. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god! How do you mistake that was in 2012 a, though? Okay, so but like, how ago. do you? I miss uh, the only sex dolls that I think of are like blow up sex dolls. Like that's well, the. I don't know. Here's, here's a picture of it. I think okay. it was slowly. I read somewhere that I think it was. It is an inflatable sex doll. Um, I think it was slowly deflating. It doesn't have like the gaping mouth that you, you know, think about. Here's yeah, because like that. That's I'll the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, let me look at yeah, this. Yeah, they they really dressed it up really nicely. It looks like it's like silicone in this picture, but it's oh, not. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, look how it, fancy it looks. She though. looks better than me. <laughs> That's fan- the fanciest a sex doll has ever that looked. That is that. Honestly, I would I would toot that look. I feel like that is the most couture sex doll that I've ever seen. And she like they have her her arm or her fingers crossed yeah, like got in her, her lap. Fingers interlaced. And she looks yeah. so pure, but Honey has seen some shit. Yeah, Honey's probably. I don't know. They. <laughs> I think some people were speculating she fell from an airplane. Don't know what yeah, she like, was doing up there in the first place. But because I was assuming if it was a blow up sex doll, I was assuming that she would have like gotten washed up on shore or something. Like maybe she right. got dropped off a boat. But I don't know how heavy that sex doll is. But. I mean, honestly, if I had never seen a sex doll before and I I saw something that lifelike just like kind of show up, maybe I would worship it. Why not? I don't have anything else going on. I might as well worship a fucking sex doll. Like, whatever. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fairly valid. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I don't know if you if yeah, if you've never seen anything like that. But then at the same time, like it's like, come on. Right. I mean, you. Yeah, come on. it is like, come on, like, do you not see like these openings in it? Or like, yeah, it's like, know. do you not? I don't, know. I don't want to think about it. Uh, well, the mushroom, the mystery mushroom, actually does look like a mushroom. Like it's. You do know you have how, a picture I, of that one? I do. Here's a picture for you. Do you okay. know how you can take out the insides of flesh jacks and like switch them out? Like some oh are, yeah, like, anuses. Some are like vaginals. Mm-hmm. Oh I my god, that totally a, yes. Doesn't it look like a mushroom? Yes. It's even like like. <laughs> mushroomy colored like naturey colored or something i don't yeah. know yeah it looks it's very mushroomy covered but like the the second to last picture where it's showing like the opening that is definitely a fake <laughs> vagina it's like after, after you know what it is it's like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i don't think they um they ever really knew how like where it came from though because it says uh they dug down 80 meters deep and they fished it out. So the real mystery is how this sex toy got like 80 meters deep, like in the mud. Or maybe like a hundred thousand years ago, <gasps> this was the like prototype for the flesh jack and like someone stole their idea. Or maybe it's from like the like maybe cavemen were more sophisticated than we thought. <gasps> Proof. Oh my god. Proof. Hashtag Proof. conspiracy theories. Am I right, ladies? You're right. Um, Speaking of conspiracy theories, I have been falling asleep to conspiracy theories and I've been anxious all week. So I think that has something to do with it. So I wouldn't recommend falling asleep every night to like top 10 videos of like weird people like talking about weird things that have happened and like aliens and have you heard any good ones? Are there any uh, that I need to like be concerned about and like get on the bandwagon with? Oh, I'm I'm sure you know more about it than me. They're just like the the 
stupid ones on YouTube that are just like top 10 things you should. I don't Does anyone else fall asleep to like shitty top 10 videos? It's like the bottom, like scraping the bottom of the barrel of YouTube or like top 10 videos. Lately, but, I've been falling know. asleep to this <laughs> caring friend role play ASMR. What? Because <laughs> I was like, because be, I go to sleep at like 3 or 4 a.m. And uh-huh. have, like, you know, when you're awake at that hour and you're alone, you're always like depressed. Fuck. Yeah. And so <laughs> I have caring this like friend. caring friend ASMR. <laughs> Video. Oh it just makes me feel so sad anyway. But it's, <laughs> I fall asleep on it on loop and it makes me feel better. Um, well, you know what? Whatever helps, honestly. Do you Karen, watch? You might need to send that to me because last night I oh, was I struggling at 3 a.m. I was like having a fucking anxiety attack and I tweeted about it and Joe was like, baby. But I'll um, send it to you. It's the French, one of the French guys I watched too. Ooh, I mean, if he's hot, that helps too. He is really hot. He's really yes. hot. Um, do you watch Ancient Aliens? Um, I don't. I, I think I've seen a couple episodes, but I think it's because one of those things where I don't have cable, so I, I don't ever watch it. But also I've heard that it's like fucking insane. I'm sure my parents watch it. Right. My my parents are obsessed with it. And I don't understand like when, like this is just going along with conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know if they believe this stuff yet. I don't think that they do. I think my parents are smarter than that. Mm-hmm. But like I that's it's one of those things about them getting older that I'm starting to like worry about. Right. Like I feel like <laughs> when they start believing the stuff on ancient aliens, I'm gonna be like, shit, we're gonna Time to, to go like, to the home. Put you in a home now. <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. Oh my it's god. Concerning. I mean like concerns what I'm thinking about is like you know how in the the internet age people start liking stupid memes ironically and then they like because they're so ironically into it they actually become like into those memes like they all actually like it right or like phrases or like phrases yeah like just a prank bra and yeah and then you just like can't stop like maybe that's the same effect with people watching ancient aliens or those stupid shows because it's like oh i'm just gonna watch it because it's ridiculous and then they just keep watching and keep watching and then they get sucked in and then they start believing i feel like that's how people become republicans (gasps) oh my god ancient aliens (laughs) not quite where i was ancient (laughs) ancient republican aliens ancient republican aliens (laughs) i mean aren't they all ancient anyway let's be real most of them are. They're just old white guys. And then Carly Ugh. Fiorina. And it's just very confusing. Right. Anyways. Anyway. Um, sh- have you heard about the, the iPhone stuff? The fingerprint stuff that was just going on? No. What is this? Um, so a woman was apparently recently ordered to provide her p- fingerprint to unlock her seized iPhone. Oh. And um, I was reading like this. Uh, message board where people are like giving all these tips and stuff but apparently so you know like you can't you you don't have to give out your pin but apparently like that's why people are freaked out you can't give out your pin but you might be required to provide your fingerprint oh that like sort of blew my mind because i was like well my fingerprint's probably a lot more safer than a pin because how is like i feel like the only people who could duplicate that they would have to like really try yeah produce this silicone copy of my finger or something i don't know but they were Mm -hmm. saying let me just read this quote i think this is a this is a quote from like a silicon valley lawyer or something that like wired talked to or whatever but -hmm. they said um but if we move toward authentication systems based solely on the physical tokens or biometrics which i guess include your fingertips your fingerprints or whatever um things that we have or things that we are rather than things that we remember 
the government could demand that we produce them without implicating anything we know. So that was really weird to me because it's like things that you have and you are, you can mm-hmm. be required to produce, but not things that you know. Yeah, and I, I guess that kind of makes sense because, yeah, a fingerprint is part of your physical being and right. a, a, a pin number is like, you know, a, a digital abstract thing in your mind that you know. It's not a tangible object. And so, I don't know, I, I feel like hopefully the laws, I mean, laws change like once every five billion years, but maybe it'll catch up with that because that is a huge loophole if you have um, like a, a fingerprint sensor on your phone and also a pin and then, you know, the police confiscate your phone for some godforsaken reason and they're like, we want you to unlock this, but since there's a fingerprint sensor, we can jump through this loophole and just, we can force you to unlock your phone with your fingerprint because we can't force you to unlock it with your pin number. That's Do dog you- shit. Do you have your do you have a passcode to unlock your phone every single time like you wake it up like yeah, every time I, the screen comes on? Not every time because I mean on Android phones there's this uh feature called Smart Lock and it's supposed to be able to understand like if you're using your when phone a lot and, you. you're, and you're you're picking it up and putting it back down and like whatever then it it unlocks it, you know. You don't have to do that every time, but if it's like left in like on someone's table for more than like 15 seconds and then someone wakes it up, then it's usually locked. But yeah, no, I have it um, manually. I have it to default to the like minimum requirement is after a minute it um, locks Mm. itself. What about you? Do you have it like every time you turn off the screen, like no matter what? I have the the fingerprint sensor wakes up my phone Mm. every time. Um, But like my old phone, I still had you like even if you just set it down for two seconds you still have to enter the pin number yeah and i'm like i'm I'm fine with that right like it's it's like i don't have anything incriminating on my phone aside from like some nudes maybe yeah but like i still am i don't want anyone to have access to anything like i mean i'm yeah exactly always logged into my google drive like i don't want Mm -hmm. someone to get access to my personal documents or something like my whole life is on google yeah and it's just like I don't know, like with access to somebody's phone, you have access to like all of their accounts too, not just their phone. Yeah, exactly. It's a gateway to the rest of your like, you know, digital life. Right. And a a lot of people make this argument that like, oh, well, you know, if I don't have anything to hide, then, you know, I don't really care who gets into my phone. And it's like, no, because like you have this, you know, this defined right to privacy. And even if you don't have anything to hide, like I would encrypt a hard drive like three different times if it only had like one picture of a dog on it. Like just because I could, because like I don't want anyone getting into my shit because it's my shit. I don't care if it's like, you know, an illegal document or if it's like a picture of my wife. Like I don't, it doesn't matter. Like I have the right to encrypt my stuff and have, you know, me only have access to it. Like it's, it's just a, a basic right to your shit. So I can, I totally understand that. But like, that, it's, it's the be, same thing with the phone. I would be concerned if you had pictures of your wife on anything. <laughs> that I would mean, be like a red flag for me for like a <laughs> couple of different reasons. <laughs> I mean, I would feel like you had like an entire separate life. What if I'm actually straight? I know that like that's impossible. <laughs> like I could, talk, I could talk spot about, you. Talk about like a conspiracy a theory. <laughs> Speaking of uh, straight people. Ew. <laughs> I don't even know why I was. Oh, oh, I remember I got on this long tangent this week because I 
Oh, oh, do you know that song, Take Me to Church? Everybody knows that song, right? Yeah, Take Me. Yeah, of course. I I didn't know it until, like... What? I, I always hear people sing it, and I never had, like, heard the full song until, like, last night or the night before or something. I was like, I'm going to sit down and, like, watch this music video, see what all the hype has been for, like, the past two years. <laughs> wow. I know, I know. I just, I just, I couldn't be bothered. And I, I still, I don't really enjoy the song. I don't know who... I mean, Hose. whatever. It's, How do you I, say their name? Do you know? I don't remember. Hosier, <laughs> Hosier. I don't know. People are going to get mad at me for this. Um, uh, uh, did you, have you ever seen the music video? No, I, I've only heard the song. I've never like, I've, I haven't had the chance to dive as deep as you have into like. <laughs> I mean, I've only watched half the music videos. All I could get. Oh, you didn't even watch the full thing. Okay. Well, no, there were these two guys kissing on it. And, you know, that triggered me. That set me off. <laughs> right. Hashtag trigger. <laughs> And then, like, I don't know, they were, I don't know if the actual, if the actors were gay or not, but they, they just seemed like all of the other straight guys or all the other gay guys who are in the media these days, like, in as Oh, is that what stuff. triggered your Twitter thing That's about triggered, you talking? Yeah. That was and really was, great. I'm glad that you brought that up. Well, I was just like, after that, I started, I was looking up gay roles and stuff, and I was looking at all of the gay roles Nick Jonas has played, and I was just like, this is so stupid. Like, all of these guys are... They act like this is controversial to say anyway. They act mm -hmm. quote mask or how how people would you know want right. a how conservatives basically would want a man to act. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I'm like I want to see a gay character who like even Helen Keller would know was gay. Like yeah, I right? want someone you know. It's weird to not see any of that representation. And then like someone came at me and they were like, well maybe they're just giving representation to like. Uh, gay people who don't act like fairies and I was like you need to that's why we up. have homophobia like that's like, why we have internalized homophobia <laughs> in the gay community because like, people oh my god own, that that role is only represented there are no other roles that are represented I don't know and do you know why it's because as a society like women and femininity we feel like are less than than men this all goes back to everything about women and femininity and how it's you know it's not right and it's second class and all these different things that's why acting feminine is quote bad or quote different or quote wrong because acting like a woman is less than acting like a man according to like societal standards and it's fucking dog shit and you should act queeny and fairy as you fucking want because it doesn't matter yes queen <laughs> Like that uh, Madonna song, What It Feels Like for a Girl. Right? She, oh, my God. She, talk, she has a... I don't even think the quote is hers. I think she even quoted someone else. But No, but song. I, I totally understand that. Like, it just pissed me off. And, and also, it's like... And I understand this with, like, um, this is what pretty much a lot of minorities are going through in Hollywood. Where I mean, like... What was that movie where Emma Stone portrayed like that Asian or something? Yeah, and the, and, and like the new like, one what? with um, what's her face for Ghost Tilda in the Shell? Oh, uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson. Yeah, like she's and Tilda Swinton and that Doctor Strange or whatever. Yeah, like Tilda like, Swinton's like being a Tibetan monk. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, and it's like just just stop. I don't know. I don't know. Stop giving Nick Jonas gay roles, guys. Stop Honestly, it. <laughs> stop getting like stop giving. Well, here's here's the thing that pisses me off. It's like to us. So it's just like I don't know. I feel and I feel used all the as a gay person. I feel used all the time. Oh, like, totally. And especially in the music industry. But like I just feel like everyone always panders to us, but doesn't represent us. Like it's definitely not. And fun. The, 
the thing with the Nick Jonas thing is it's like he's he's portrayed as, oh, like, look at me, like, I'm so cool because I'm representing someone, you know, yeah. a, a minority and whatever, like, look at me. And then he's praised. And it's like, well, why? Why do we like why are you representing us? Why don't we have someone that is part of our community representing us? Like, why? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, just because you're a famous actor doesn't mean that you should be praised for like representing a minority that you aren't a part of but like you know you get praise from like what that doesn't make any sense it's a gay role you should hire someone who's gay because they understand the role they will always understand the role significantly more than anyone else who isn't like an asian person playing an asian role is going to understand that role better than a white person every single time like well yeah i agree with the understanding part and it's but it's not even just about understanding it's also just oh yeah no i'm cherry picking Right, right. It's also about just like making sure they're there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like we exist. Like, insane. lol. Exactly. It's weird. If there had been, like, I remember growing up, the only gay people on TV were like Will and Grace. And I remember right? when the first like gay kiss was on network TV, and it was Will and Grace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jack wasn't like the your stereotypical like mask whatever straight guy. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want in a gay character. Sometimes I think I want too much. Yeah. I just, I want it to be like a straight white male character can be anything that they want. And I just right. want a gay character. The gay, the gay characters either, want. the gay characters either like mask quote straight acting or just like super hyperly feminine. There's nothing in between. Right. They're just and like, like prop. Yeah, they're just a prop, basically. That, that's exactly right. And I'm not saying that, like, being totally masculine is bad and being totally feminine is bad. It's just that, like, there's a lot of people that are in between that spectrum that are not represented within, like, media. And that that doesn't, that that's not just about, like, you know, being gay. It's about any sort of minority. And, like, literally props. Like, literally being used as a prop. But I remember watching Will & Grace 2 and I would watch Sex and the City every night before bed on my, like, little black and white TV because Sex and the City, for some reason, was broadcasted like over the air waves at like 9:30 or 10 every night and so I always got my Carrie Bradshaw in she always had her like gay friends etc but I feel like that Sex in the City probably had more of a a wi- a wider variety of gay characters I mean it's not yeah, too but wide they were all they were all pretty much like gay BFFs exactly like that that's the the stereotype that they were put into it's like I oh my god like, like go shopping with me it's like I don't want to shop I hate shopping like, <laughs> I like um <laughs> that's also why I like Titus on Kimmy Schmidt right now. Right? Oh like, my god, he, he's so I mean, awesome. He is a gay best friend, but he, mm-hmm. like he sort of has overtaken the show and the I really like his like... boyfriend. His boyfriend in the show tweeted at me. I just want to put <gasps> that out there. What? I'm pretty sure he's straight though in real life. <sighs> I know whatever. Talk about a boner killer. Jesus Christ, I was I getting know. all excited. But I really like that their relationship. I think I mentioned this when Kimmy Schmidt was my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, their relationship is just like normal. It's not yeah. like drama and I don't it's know. It's not over the top and like ridiculous. Like it's something that you can actually relate to. Right. Like, wow, actually relating to a character on more than just like, oh, you're my same sexual orientation. Wow. Like you're actually a, a human being with feelings and you like do different things. Wow. You're so complex. Oh my God. What a fucking concept. 
Oh my God. Tr- hashtag triggered. Hashtag always triggered by the media and like representation. My I roommate think, well, and I have conversations about this all the time. So I'm always like locked and fucking loaded for this. But the thing is like with Titus that you were talking about, he is a gay best friend, but that's not his role in the show. Like he, it's one right. of many things. And a lot of people don't get that. It's like, oh, we have a gay character. All he's going to be is the gay best friend. Like that's all he can handle. It's like, what? What do you do? I remember... So it's been 10 years since I graduated high school. And I remember being in high school and thinking it's going to be so different in just a few years. Like these kids, like it was already getting better in high school while I was there. And then I was like, well, these kids are going to be so they're going to be able to be so much more open in just a few years. And now like 10 years later, I look back at the high school I went to and I'm sure there are people coming out now. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm sure it's still just awful. And that's just, it's like, so weird because I'm like, a decade has gone by and I thought it was going to get better than it is. Yeah. And maybe there are better, there's better representation in media somewhat. But, like, it's not really that better at, like, a town level, like, at a regional level. And it's just, it's weird. It's, I don't know, it's not nice mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, no, totally. And, you know, the thing is, is like that stuff's going to it trickles down from like mass media to like cities to like rural areas and like whatever. And it it takes a long, long time to get into like kind of smaller towns, you know, and maybe maybe it won't even get there because a lot of people there are very closed off and they can be very close minded. But I totally understand that. Like, I remember being in high school and like feeling like I had to be the gay best friend, like I feeling because that was represented in the uh, media and the like the stuff that I was consuming on television. I felt like that that was like my role in life It's like, oh, well, I have to act like the gay best friend and I have to learn to like going shopping like as a freshman in high school who freshly just came out of the closet. Like these are the things that I was actually thinking in my mind. And it's really fucked up that like that was the the first conclusion that I went to when I was like, oh, like I have to be like this. It wasn't anything like bad. It was just kind of my assumption of what right. all gay people you're, were like. You're not really allowed to like, like what, how I assume a, a straight white male is able to just like find themselves and be whoever they want to be. You're not really allowed to do that. I'm right. at the other extreme. I tried to pigeonhole everybody into being my subordinate. <laughs> Because I was like, I am not going to be your gay best friend. You are going to be my Kelly sidekick. Kelly over here. Oh, my God. Like, you can be my sidekick. That's how we roll in this group. You're right. done. You're, I just want to put you on this lower pedestal and make sure you know that's where you are at. You are less than me. This is how I'm dealing with this. Bow this down. I'm coping. <laughs> I mean, we all, we all survive high school different ways, girl. Oh, like, yeah, you know, it's fine. The moral of the story is... You know, if you're feminine, if you're mask for mask, if you're whatever, just like just act like yourself. Just do whatever you want. Like if I, you're mask for mask, just roll into a ditch. I mean, I don't, I I mean, don't care I, about I, you. I will discriminate against a mask for mask. <laughs> Did you see that mask for like no mat no? What was that shirt that came out that was really controversial? It was oh no fats no fems. Shirt. Yeah, and it wasn't ironic at all. It was like dead serious, and it was I, like I feel what? like they were they want they were hoping people would think it was ironic, but oh my god, it was just horrible. Talk about the worst shirt in the world, like Jesus Christ! Like the Any- the biggest turnoff is like someone legitimately saying like I'm only into masculine people. It's like what it's are you talking gross. about? You just know that person's a horrible person, right? Literally. Anyways, I should we get we to should. our favorite things? Well, have we do we gonna do Drag Race? Are you gonna do that? <gasps> oh my god, I totally no, forgot about did. Drag Race. We, we'll just do we'll just do it really quick. We'll just do like a five minute. 
whatever. Okay, five minute drag race. You go um, first because I'm. I always take too long. I think the top three is the right top three mm-hmm. out of that situation. Um, the more that the show's gone on, I can understand why these people are in the top three, and I think they all deserve it. My, yes, totally. My favorite is Kim Chi, but the, she's not my favorite to win. Yes, I think I would feel. Like, I, I love Kim Chi so much. She's probably my favorite out of the three, but I think I would feel like something went wrong if Bob didn't win. I feel the same way, you know? Like, I, I definitely feel that way. Yeah. It just, it, it's hard because I really, really like, you know, like, I'm not going to be gut-wrenched if any of them win right. the crown. I, I really, really like Kim Chi. I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm such a stan for Kim Chi because I just, I'm in love with her stuff on Instagram and her looks and everything and her personality and whatever. But like Bob has this huge, you know, bubbling personality and is a comedian or whatever. And then like Naomi's like literally a Vogue model. Like it's inc- like they're all really, really good at their craft in like completely different ways. Right. And that's what's so fucking difficult about this top three. Like I've never I've watched Drag Race since season one. I've never felt this way about a top three. There's always at least one person that I'm at least rooting against. You know, if not rooting for one person specifically, there's usually like two that I'm kind of tied between and one that I'm like, I just don't want that one to win. In this situation, it's the first time that I've been like, I don't know who to like, I don't I can't pick one person because I feel like they all deserve it for different reasons. But if I if I were to like pull on my fucking legs and be like, you have to decide Pull I on love, my fucking legs. Pull on my fucking legs. Sam I mean, Ravioli, I'm tr- 2016. I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying to make up more quotes, you guys. Don't try. Don't, you work, they better when you don't try. That's a good one. I feel like that just slipped out. That was a good it one. It did. It did. Pull um, on your fucking... Hold on, I'm going to write that down. Keep talking. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, every day I do this podcast, I'm like ruining my future endeavors, but it's worth it. Anyways, um, I, I love Kim Chi. Like, I love, love, love her, but I feel like... It would be weird if Bob didn't win. It would be really weird if Bob didn't win. In you my know, because like I because I feel like the Bob is like the most powerful. Like I don't know, she's powerful, and she's also like I feel like she's able to be in a lot of different situations. Like she's good Definitely. at several different things. Bob's like, the most versatile out of right. all three of the queens. No pun intended. No pun intended. But it's like Maybe, you are splitting know. hairs at this right. point. Like I, it is difficult. I love Naomi, but mm-hmm. I I think I would feel I would feel like someone was gypped if she won. To be yeah, honest, yeah, you, you like, would feel she cheated. Is, she, I I just can't get over beautiful people. I have this, this really strong bias against really beautiful people <laughs> who have no personality. Like, yeah, I'm you're just, just like you so hate them. Anti yeah. that exactly. Oh, yeah. and that's my own like situation I'm going through or whatever. But I feel that. Yeah, I would feel bad if Naomi won. Anyway, I, under- I understand that. I understand that. I I mean, I I don't expect Naomi to win. I think it's really a tie between Bob and Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the Bob will end up winning in the end, and I'll be totally happy. Like I'll be totally fine with yeah, that. Yeah. Totally. It just it's it's weird for me to not be rooting against an enemy, like in this right. season. It's the first time that I'm I'm like cheering for all three of them, and I I it really doesn't matter to me. I'm just like I'm glad that all three of you were successful, and it makes me sad. I'm like, oh my god. Wow. But Stop LOL. Also, R.I.P. Chi Chi. She made it damn far, and like she, did, she had she so did. much. It, oh I, my god! I think she grew a lot, but I do think it was the right decision. Like same, for her but to like, not be in the top three. I totally, yeah. It it would. I totally perfect top three. Like I love the top three, but 
I'm just like I'm thinking of Chi Chi from like episode one compared to Chi Chi like right now. And God, did she make such an improvement? Like she definitely had the most growth out of everyone in the competition. And it's like Mm -hmm. crazy. But yep. So next week is the recap or whatever. And the music video like no one watches next week. The only thing that people do next week is watch for the music video. And then two weeks from uh, the Monday that we just had is the grand finale. And we get to find out who the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race is. Yes, we'll have a lot yeah. to say about it, I'm sure. Oh, my God. The, the like season finale reunion episode is always like jam-packed full of shit to talk about. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, sure, are we ready for favorite things or do we have anything else to talk about? These are a few of our favorite things. Yeah. So, Sam, what so, is your favorite thing of the week? Well, let me tell you a story about um the grand about a girl named about a bird named (laughs) can that be the title of this yeah yeah (laughs) this is a story about a bird named becky this is okay perfect write that down just write write that out i'll I'll continue Um, let me let me tell you a story about the grand opening of popeyes in missoula montana no because girl let me tell you that I went to the grand opening of a Popeyes in Missoula, Montana, and I was expecting that I was going to be the only one there. Because, like, who the fuck goes to a grand opening of a fast food chicken restaurant besides um, me? Everyone. It's Popeyes. Come on. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go through the drive through and like whatever. And I'm just going to try it because I last time I, I've only had Popeyes once. It was in like the Denver airport or something a long time ago. But I was stoked. I had my order ready. I knew exactly what I was going to get. And I drive. I'm like on a boulevard driving to this Popeyes and traffic is backed up. And I'm like, what is this? Well, the traffic for the drive through for this Popeyes was backed up into the street, into this like four lane, like boulevard, high traffic street. And they had people they had Popeyes employees in like reflective jackets, like directing traffic for the fucking drive through of this Popeyes. Oh my and God. That's like- it was incredible. They were filled to capacity. They couldn't let anyone else into the actual restaurant. Um, it was crazy. It took me about 40 minutes to get through the drive through. But and what let did me you t- get? OK, so I got That's the, the question. I got a five piece um, like Ooh. chicken chicken strip with I a bet biscuit. Your, bet your asshole still greasy. Oh, honey. Oh, grease for days, girl. So here's my exact order. I got a 32 ounce lemonade because apparently their lemonade's really good. I'll get to that. Um, I got a five piece uh, Popeye's whatever chicken strip, whatever. It comes with a biscuit and then you get to choose your side. And I was like, I wonder what the mac and cheese is like. So I chose the mac and cheese because nine times out of 10, the mac and cheese at fast food restaurants tastes like literal plastic. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to make sure they're doing this shit right. And then I think that's it. I was like $8 or something. So I, after 40 fucking minutes of listening to goddamn Louisiana music on repeat coming from the outside speakers, I drive around through the drive through get my shit, get home. I start eating. Oh, I also got blackened ranch as like my dipping sauce. I've never heard of that. It, it's like a spicy ranch or whatever. It was good. Um, the lemonade was fucking awesome. The chicken was fucking awesome. The biscuit was like surprisingly soft and not like a brick. Right. And the, the mac and cheese was really, really good. 
That's like, surprising because the last few times I've gotten mac and cheese at the Popeyes here, it's been like so watery, but I don't oh, ever really? remember it being like that. So it wasn't. So it was good there. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't know if it's just like them trying to impress me because it's the grand opening of Popeyes. I'm sure they do like it depends on the employees at the place or whatever. Right. They're just like they're extra special making sure the mac and cheese <laughs> isn't plastic. They put a little less plastic in the mac and cheese was for the it, first week. Was it baked? Could you tell it was baked or was it like regular in a pot? It, it, sort of? it was like regular in a pot. Right. Like it wasn't anything like special, but it was just like, oh, wow, like semi-decent mac and cheese from a fast food fast yes. food restaurant that's like pretty revolutionary in my opinion so um yeah i would give popeyes like a solid nine chicken strips out of ten wow that is such a high score and like their lemonade though is really fucking good like i'm gonna get lemonade every time i go there how would you and, like, compare it to chick-fil-a's lemonade um, I've only had Chick-fil-A's lemonade once, uh-huh. so I can't really compare, but from what I remember, I, I don't think it's, it's not better than Chick-fil-A's. It might be on okay. par or a little, or Chick-fil-A's might be a little better. Mm-hmm. Cause like Chick-fil-A's lemonade is like right. dope. It's like totes, totes. It's like really good. So yeah, Sam's Popeye experience, I will definitely be going back and my asshole will be greasy for the next 500 years. Why so. didn't you periscope it? Like when I was watching Borka's Bojangles oh, periscope oh my this God. week. So one of our, <laughs> our, our friends, uh, so I went to Popeye's and then that made one of our mutual friends, oh. Becca, she was like, she was like, oh my God, I wish I had a Popeye's, but all we have is a, is a Bojangles because she lives in West Virginia. I always call it Bojangles because I'm oh fancy. Oh my God, like you're one of those people who says Tarjay, aren't you? Get out oh of here. my god there's a there's a <laughs> compilation video of like news reporters saying target or as they say target and it's like Ew. five minutes long Gross. it's disgusting so, yeah so she she periscoped her like bojangles like going to bojangles and like getting living. her chicken and shit yeah i was living too i should have done that for popeyes maybe next time i go i'm gonna just start like, periscoping all of my like fast food runs right it's like why not i mean i whatever this is what the world's come to Right. I I love me some like, I mean, guilty pleasures is pimple popping videos for me on YouTube, but also fast food review videos. They're like, I don't know, man, something about them. I've seen Elliot tried to watch me, like make me watch a few and I just could not. Yeah, I I was like that before. I was absolutely disgusted, but I think people just kept linking them to me and I kept watching that I just got hooked. I don't know what it is. Maybe that'll happen to me. That was how I was with ASMR. I hated ASMR. I remember you talked about on the podcast how much you fucking hated ASMR. I know. Hated, hated. And now I like literally listen to them on loop. You you hated children. You hated dogs. You hated ASMR. And now look at you now. I've grown so much as a person. Oh my God. I should be the next RuPaul. Drag race superstar. <laughs> You've grown so much in the competition. I've grown so much in this competition. Anyways, so of course my fucking favorite thing is Popeyes because I'm a greasy yes. son of a bitch. But what about you, Joe? What is your favorite thing for this week? So my favorite thing, okay, for, I've got a couple. We're just going to whiz through them, though. They're all K-pop related. Um, first of all, one of my favies, one of my favies, I guess they're a group. It's a brother-sister. Uh, Akdong musician. They came out with a new music video called Rebuy. Have no idea what that means. It's R E dash B Y E, not like re B U Y, like repurchase, like oh, okay, buy again, like re. I have no idea. They oh, say English. it like they say it like ribeye, and you can <laughs> you can't unhear it once you hear them say ribeye. P S. Yikes! But uh, so cute. I love their voices. 
Um, it's a brother sister. The brother like does a lot of the producing and it's just like super quality stuff. But the main drums in May, I've been waiting for, I've been praying for May this Ooh. year. I've just Ooh. been praying I'm stay alive until May because oh both Jessica and Tiffany are having solo debuts. Tiffany, of course, still being a member of Girls' Generation. Jessica being a fallen member of Girls' Generation. Jessica and who? That's mm. Exactly. And <laughs> Jessica's teaser came out, like a, a music video teaser came out <gasps> that she filmed in LA. And um, the song sounds pretty good. It sounds like it, mm -hmm. it, it sounds very Jessica. Tiffany's teaser images came out today, and I think her mini album is called I Just Want to Dance, Ooh. which sounds fitting for Tiffany. And both look absolutely stunning. And so yes. I am like literally ready to see where this goes. I oh think my God. Tiffany's going to dominate because uh, from the looks of it, most Korean netizens, South Korean netizens do not think highly of Jessica after she uh, was kicked out of girls generation she basically got so, kicked out of korea she basically was exiled <laughs> like people have it out for her but props to her for trying she was did i tell you she's on she's hosting this uh show called beauty bible oh no i and i, she I think is, you might have mentioned it i don't she know she is not a good host like rip she was always known for like being an ice princess like that was her nickname like just being mm -hmm. sort of cold and stuff and you can sort of tell she's like trying not to do that and she's like not being herself she's like being way too cutesy and it's just yikes like, i don't know but she's anyway. not a talk show host she's not a fashionista she's crawling <laughs> back to music she is that's what they're saying <laughs> but i wish her the best back. she was yeah. my home girl forever and mm -hmm. she'll still be my home girl still well, okay nine but whatever give me the 411 when it comes out because oh, i'm curious I, I will it'll be I'll, here's my here's what I'll do. I'll choose one of them, only one of them, as my favorite thing. Oh, and that'll be. This is like Joseph's RuPaul. This is like Joseph's Drag Race with <laughs> Joseph South Idol. Korean K-pop <laughs> Idol Drag Race. <laughs> and I'll crown whichever one of them I think has won. This I mean, I think you're already crowning because of this. So. <laughs> it's true. I am like I'm so ready. This is going to be an exciting month. Uh, well, good favorite things. Oh, my God. Good um, so should we move to our uh, we've got a, a voice memo and a text. Which do you want? Yeah. First? Um, let's do the voice memo first. OK, sure. Um, I who's this from? It's fr someone from e Kevin emailed Lamb. us. OK, so Kevin, this is from. Yes. Yeah, so Kevin e emailed us. You guys can email us, too, at the show, Sam and Joe, at gmail.com, and, like, send us your pretty little voice. So Kevin has a question for us, and we will play that now. Hey, Sam and Joe. It's Kevin from New Jersey, better known as QDK Online, or by my town, as the person we're going to run out next. Um, so I didn't have a would-you-rather question for you guys, but I did have a general question instead. So I work at the Cherry Home Mall, and I'm pretty sure, not really too sure, honestly, that Joe mentioned he worked at this mall before. And a customer recently called me ignorant, so you know, I'm good, I'm hot, I'm fresh, I'm fly, I'm the best. And I was wondering if you guys had any anecdotes about receiving bad customers when you had worked somewhere, or if you had received bad customer service when you had shopped anywhere. Um, and P.S. to all the listeners out there, if you get nervous or anxious shopping in a brick-and-mortar store, which I know many people do, there is this new boutique that opened up online. It's called dk1games.spreadshirt.com, and it's very fun and flirty, very independent, and I think you guys are going to see it in the new uh, fashion magazines next season, honestly. And all I can say is support your local businesses, you know, do your part. 
Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, my God. You hashtag triggered me so many times in this voice memo. <laughs> I mean, triggered in like a good way, because you can go to dk1games.spreadshirt.com. Is that the URL? Yes. Yes. dk1games.spreadshirt.com, I think. I should know it. Honestly, whatever. though. I still haven't and bought then, uh, anything off of the Spreadshirt because I'm a bad person. <laughs> 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 I need to. I'm, that hoodie looks comfy, bitch. I need to I need to put out some sweatshirts too, some like really like trash logo sweatshirts. Or yes. But uh, oh my God, Kevin also said, I'm good, I'm hot, I'm fresh, I'm fly. <gasps> G-Man, who's my favy K-pop rapper. Okay. Oh That's my all. God. Are you, so when's the marriage between you and Kevin? Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know, <laughs> Kevin. Well, okay. I probably know how old Kevin's is. I can see his. I think this is his birth date in his email. He might be a little too young. This is me. what happens when you but. guys send us, like, from a non burner email account. We, like, find your social security number and, like, the address where you live. Uh, I'll be looking up Kevin later. Don't worry. And, oh, and I did. I worked at Cherry Hill Mall. I, I worked at the Abercrombie and Fitch there. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I was a different person. That was a different life. Hashtag um, triggered by Abercrombie and Fitch. You want to talk about mask triggered. for mask? Go into an Abercrombie. Crombie and Fitch. <laughs> That's why I quit. I was because I was visual and they were like um not visual like us in, in the front or anything. I was mm -hmm. visual, like visual merchandising. And they I wasn't dressing like Abercrombie enough. I was wearing the women's jeans because the men's jeans wouldn't fit me. And they were I mean, like, I'm sure the women's not. jeans looked a lot better on you. So. They look amazing on me, to be honest. I still wear them. It's not your fault um, that you're, you know, glamorous. Right. So I was like, well, I'm just not going to come in anymore. Good luck with your other shitty employees. <laughs> L-O-L-R-I-P. I wonder if that, Aber that Abercrombie is probably still open, unfortunately. Oh, uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, but, those um, like, you know, 15 year old middle school kids need to have something, someplace to shop. It seems very popular in like that area of New Jersey. I got to say that. It's mm, very. Girl shade. Very Abercrombie type <laughs> Oof. Anyway, the question was, have we ever had... So Kevin had a run-in with a customer. He was called Ignorant, I, is what I gathered. Mm -hmm. um, he asked if, if we ever had any bad customers or bad customer service. Um, well, I feel like that you've worked in retail a lot more than I have. I worked at a bookstore once a long time ago, and so that's the only other place that I've really dealt with customers. Um, and I never... I don't have any, like, strong memories that pop out, but I do have like experiences like with like talking to customer service from other companies, like especially tech companies or like mm -hmm. computer companies, it's a fucking nightmare. And if there's ever an option for me to do tech support online, like live chat typing with another person, I always go with that rather than the phone. A, because I'm Amen. Cause like phones are the worst. I hate talking on the phone. Like they're probably going to be like some, you know, grateful little girl from India that I can't understand. And I wish that I could. <laughs> and it's like, it's always one of these things where it's like, there's a, there's miscommunication and like I get flustered and they get flustered. And then I hang up the phone and then I like crawl under a bridge. So yeah. Telephone tech support is literally the worst. <sighs> I've had to talk to insurance companies on the phone so much, especially mm. health insurance companies. And they are just the worst. Sometimes they will get things worked out for you. I'll say that. Uh, but they just they just don't feel an obligation to half the time and half the time they have to go to get higher authority and whatever the worst um, but i had a really good customer service phone experience oh really please tell me 
when I got my new phone, I didn't have a the size SIM card it needed. My SIM card was too big, and I had to get one ordered. Um, and you could do it for free. There, there was some question on the internet whether or not it was free. So I called them, and it was taking a long time to set it up or something. And so while we were waiting for, like, this phone to boot and stuff like that and for it to set up, me and the tech support lady just had a really lovely conversation. Oh, my God. She was talking to me about, like, her, her like, designer purse collection and, like, what her boyfriend was going to get her for Christmas. And it was, we were just having a good old my, were you talking to were, were you talking to a clone of you doing tech I support? I wish. I swear. She, oh, you know those commercials where the tech support is like a clone of the person? Literally you. Literally, that was the situation. She oh was my so God. lovely. Um, so shout out to Verizon. Didn't expect that from y'all. Oh my but, God. Um, I hope uh, you gave her a 10 out of 10 on the customer review. I did. I did. Oh my God. Um, but I never really, like as much as I've worked retail, I'm usually not in a position that I interact with customers. Like, yeah, because you're usually customer... needing stuff on the rack or doing stuff in the back or. Exactly. I've usually been visual merchandising. Mm-hmm. And um, if if a customer asks me a question, I usually just say, that's a sales associate. Like, don't <laughs> go over there. Get me. away from me. <laughs> but uh, at, I, I think I've already told the story. At Forever 21, a customer wanted a skirt that she found on the site, which is impossible at that store. Yeah. And the only describing thing she could tell me about it was that it was, quote, (laughs) fabric-y. And I was just like, this is, this store is literally three stories of fabric. Like, talk about a nightmare customer. She was horrible. And so I pointed her over to a sales associate who I called by the wrong name. And then the (laughs) sales associate was like bitchy with me. And I was like, I don't care about your name. Help this customer. I am not taking the time to learn your name. I hate you. (laughs) So I had to run in with a customer, I guess. Or not a customer, a fellow uh, employee. Oh, my God. I always feel bad for like for retail people and, you know, customer service in general, because People are the worst. I try to be as like cordial as possible, you know, when I do have to do something on the phone. But nine times out of ten, like I can explain things way better if I'm just like typing them out on a keyboard. I can get my thoughts across way more concisely in that form rather than like me breathing heavily into a telephone to like someone across the world. Like that just doesn't work for me. But yeah, be nice. Everyone be nice to people in customer service or who are who are working for you yeah just treat them okay it's a soulless job it takes your soul and (laughs) it hurts your feet and your feet will never be the same and it's literally the worst it's literally the worst treat Uh, them good and they're not getting paid much either right literally good question though yeah thank you so much kevin thank you yeah hope you're hope you have no more nightmarish customers yeah hopefully i'll I'll be praying for you i'll put an extra prayer for you tonight so um, so we've also got a text. Yes, we do. Um, it's from Steph from Pennsylvania. She says, would you rather have to wear bright yellow clothing head to toe for the rest of your life? No exceptions. Ooh. Or cut off your left foot. Thanks. Oh, God. I do mean, you, like, first of all, do you wear yellow? Um, no, I don't it's think I have anything a- yellow in my wardrobe. It's such a hard color to pull off, honestly. Like, I have one yellow shirt, and I wear it as, like, an undershirt for, like, a pop of color. Yeah, like, that's perfect. Like, that's the way you wear yellow, I feel like. Uh Uh-huh. So bright yellow for the rest of your life. Head to toe. Oh, my God. Well, let me just say that in second grade, my favorite colored pencil was the fluorescent yellow colored pencil. (laughs) 
So it was my favorite color for like well, basically a year. Although I wouldn't fucking wear that on me. Ever. Wow, this has triggered you back to your childhood. <laughs> Literally, I am like having a That's So Raven moment, only I'm going back to my past and I am reliving my colored pencil. Like I had a box full of fluorescent colored pencils. Anyway, I colored digress. Colored pencil just sounds like racist, doesn't right, it? Right, like me, I, I like my pencils, but you know, these colored pencils, I'll trade these you colored three colored pencils for a regular pencil. The worst. <laughs> So you would cut off your left foot? Is what oh, you're I don't. At? I don't do d- jack shit with my left foot, and then I'll get sympathy points from like I, I could get like one of those handicap signs for when I'm driving. Like I, I get way, I get way more perks if I cut off my left foot. I'm going with the left foot. Fuck it. I hate my left foot. Take it. Take it away from me. I would choose yellow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I want my left foot. I'm sending you my left foot in the mail. You can have I it. Have- too uh, too many other like medical things I'm dealing with right now to also lose my left foot. Oh if my I lost God. my left foot. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. I would just cry. I would just cry. It would be over. Well, I'd be, I'd be able to find you in a crowd. <laughs> so you would. I would try to I would attempt to make it like my thing. Oh my which God. would fail. I would just look like a horrible I don't even know. I look like Tweety Bird. I have to wear Tweety Bird shirts or something. I feel like you'd always look like that you're like working like construction (laughs) or a fair or like, you know, road work. I don't know. Yeah, you would literally never get hit by a car. Literally. It would be so hard. Oh, my God. Or like if a murder was happening and you were running away from an axe murderer and you're trying to blend in with your surroundings. Good fucking luck. Unless you're like on the sun, like I don't know what how that's gonna work. I would love to be on the sun. <laughs> oh my god, we'll we'll this record. We're recording our hundredth episode on the sun. <laughs> See you guys oh, there. That's coming up. I know. Oh my god, this is episode ninety-five. You guys, we have five more episodes till we're doing the hundredth episode, and I still have no idea what the fuck we're doing we'll for the hundredth. We'll figure it out. Whatever. But oh, well, good questions, Steph. Yeah, good questions. Thank you guys so much for sending our questions in. Let me just go through like my list of places you guys can contact us. You can email us. You can type something out if you don't want to talk or you can record a lovely voice memo on your phone or your computer and send us an email at the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We also have a phone number that you can either call or text. It's coming up at the end of the show. We have a Facebook account, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. You can leave us a comment on our Patreon page. You can leave us a comment on our soundcloud which is the show sam and joe.com um we have twitter accounts we have whatever you guys know i say this yes. every time y'all Get know it. y'all On fucking point. know i don't have to tell you y'all know but like please <laughs> but like you'll continue to tell them i'll come because we because you, you y'all know but you We're don't desperate. call in that's the problem you, you you need to call us please we need material we love you Text we love us. hearing your level your lovely little voices exactly well good job the good week right good week we're it was what a wreck this week is but i love it i loved every second of it what a good podcast what a good podcast thanks everybody for listening uh there will also be a little extra bonus one this week for the patrons yes because y'all are Um, little special special babies exactly but for the rest of you guys uh we'll see you guys next week yeah thanks guys so much see ya bye
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voice with your questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe and if we like what we hear we may play your message in a future show that number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469 we also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more thank you to Alex G Alex P Allison B Andrew W Austin B Emily T Frizzle Feliciano D Jazza Jack C Jorge M Jonathan S Kevin V Kathleen E Martin M Megan C Jonathan D Joshua L Pablo F Vincent L and Zachy As usual, thanks to all our listeners and we'll see you all next week on... The, the show. show.